themselves and 360 the world. Jamie Neal, the host, asks many questions about their mindset and how they fundamentally operate their world and the world around them. Hello and welcome back to 360 Yourself. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful morning. Um, it is Friday and uh, end of the week. Um, it has been a bit of a weird, weird uh, time at the moment where we're having some restrictions uh, in London at the moment with the COVID situation, but keep your spirits high, making sure you're doing everything you need for your mental approach, your body, making sure you're going to the yoga or you're going to the gym and still try to be as normal as you possibly can, but be aware and make sure you're wearing a mask. I think I've seen so many people who are not wearing their mask on public transports. It's a bit of a mental thing. We need to make sure that we're protecting ourselves and protecting everyone around you. But on a lighter note, um, I've got an amazing, amazing guest. Um, I've been a massive fan of her for a couple, a couple of years now. She is a brilliant, brilliant creative director. I mean, and I love uh, what she says, uh, what people say about her. She's constantly reinventing the relationship between art, branding, and culture to create striking imagery, meaningful contents, and compelling storytelling. I mean, you know me, I love a bit of storytelling. I love to know uh, how things are and to, and to relate it to humans as well. So I want to introduce you to Alexandra Regura. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Jamie. Did I say that properly? I hope I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really hard. It's a complicated name. Reju like, uh, Wa. Is that, I think that's how I said it. Reju Wa. Yeah, you said it perfectly. Oh, Thank brilliant. you. Because I, I was saying beforehand that my French isn't very... I also went to a, a language school and I actually studied five languages when I was at school. And wow. when I was young, this is like when I was 15, 16, I didn't have um, the ability to foresee that actually language is a, was an amazing thing. So when I was younger, I was a bit like, why do I need to learn another language? And now, as, as I said, I've worked a lot in Paris and stuff, and I only wish I had that second language. So when it comes to um, pronouncing French names or whatever, or speaking to a, someone who's French, I only wish I could have that fluently. Yeah, well, you said it perfectly. And my name is actually not French. It's uh, from North Africa. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's the name of my mother, um, mm. uh, and so yeah, it's uh, it is, and it's still complicated for French to say it. So it it keeps like I'm always like, okay, one of my friends she said to me, you should always introduce yourself entirely, like Alexandra Regiwa, That's me. <laughs> so oh, people know how to, to to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so okay, so tell me, how did it start then? The whole kind of creative process and your your journey. Are your family creative? Are you, I'm assuming you're not from Paris. Then are you are you from somewhere else? Yeah, uh, well, I'm from uh, I'm from France, um, but I grew up in the countryside, like in a tiny, tiny town 
uh, and my family is not at all in this uh, industry. <laughs> they are more like craftsmen and uh, like very, uh, uh, very uh, popular people. Um, and so it's, uh, I think it all became a thing for me when I was really young. And it's always like, I, I like to say that it always starts with a drawing kind of, uh -huh. you know, you start to draw your little, a person in this world and 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 some like in in your dream you start to think oh what if i could become a like a, a painter or i could become like a uh, and for me like um, working in advertising is something that came very late um like not very late but um, like um, a couple of years ago mm -hmm. um, but i want uh, i've always had this um artistic fiber in me kind of yeah um, and i was surrounded by very um uh, talented people uh and uh, very creative minds uh, even if they were not working in what we call creativity uh mm -hmm. today so uh, i started to, to to draw like anyone and then um i wanted to become like a journalist after that because i love writing also, mm -hmm. also. yeah um, and so I think it all made sense with uh, advertising because, you know, advertising is all about storytelling. It's also about, it's a little bit of writing. It's a little bit of everything, image, concepts, uh, thinking. So, and somehow it becomes sometimes when it's well done, a little bit philosophical. So it's, mm -hmm. a, it's, a, it's maybe like um, what I like in, in my job. Yeah, and because you've had such a varied career. I mean, I'm, I know your stuff from when you were working at Dior. And then obviously now you're at the, you're creative director for Coty, uh, the in-house studio. Um, and you, have, have you always worked in the kind of luxury department, uh, luxury area, or have you gone in other areas before this? Um, so I did, um, what I've done is uh, I started with a, an art school. Mm -hmm. um, and then right after I uh, started to work in a, like a creative agency, advertising agency. Um, but it was like, I realized that it, it was not like the, 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 the fact of being within an agency was not for me because it's, uh, it was very specific and, and I just felt, oh my God, I realized that I love brands. So it was quite natural for me to move from the agency to the brand directly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I started that Dior, it was a chance because I didn't know that, you know, the, um, I didn't know the studio, the in-house studio, studio, and I've started with a great project over there. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and, it, and it went very fast and it was really intense and I've, and I've done like so many uh, commercials and I met so like talented people uh, over the years. And when, uh, after a couple of years, I was just like, okay, I'm looking for a new challenge. And, um, and I got the opportunity to join Coty for like a, a sort of a carte blanche uh, for the construction and the creation of, a, of this creative studio, in-house creative studio. And it was amazing because we had so, so many brands and we have so many brands, beautiful brands. Um, so for the last three years, it has been like a, a, a crazy. We, we worked so hard to, to reinvent all these brands, to, to, 
to rethink uh, all the messages and it's uh, and well when I'm thinking about it I'm like whoa it's so big uh, that I have trouble to realize it. Yeah. It's, it must be so difficult sometimes because you're instead of, instead of uh, working for one brand and have one image and you're developing that one image when you're working in an agency or an in-house studio where you have multiple different accounts and different brands how do you kind of differentiate between your creative vision and the vision for each brand but making sure you're trying to push the boat and push the the image and what they're representing the storytelling for each brand but also keep integrity of your kind of creative process yeah i i think I've, i i always start with the brand somehow it never starts with me i just like um start with like it's like meeting a new person you mm -hmm. just need to get to know each other you know mm -hmm. so you're asking a lot of questions you're looking for informations mm -hmm. so i think that's the most important part at the beginning and then of course uh over the course of the years you just like uh, find out that you know the codes the 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 dna of the brand as like it has it changed mm -hmm. but it's something that remains and so i'm just like working a lot on what is the brand mm. and how it can resonate today because you know a brand is a brand from day one but mm. it changes all the time with the with the people with the generation with uh, the consumers also yeah so it's um it's uh, it's the first part of this process and once i'm i'm totally aware like of uh, of what is the brand like it's like i'm becoming the brand so it's really mm. easy for me to uh get into its shoes you know kind of yeah and, and so where when you're coming up with uh, concepts and creative ideas where do you find where do you pull your references from because or your your influences because you say that you're very passionate about storytelling and, and where so where did all that kind of where did it start from the the idea of what, what your voice was as a creative and and, and wanting to pursue more storytelling uh, pieces of projects? I think like, uh, like I said before, I, I, writing is really important for me and I've always, uh, I wrote all my life since I, I can write. And, uh, and I think fiction uh, and storytelling are a big part of my construction as mm. an adult. And um, I believe that everything is fiction. Even if we think we are talking about facts, it's mm. actually fiction. Because if you, if you just like talking about facts, it becomes kind of boring, you know. <laughs> um, but so it's just um, the way I work is like, of course, I'm infused of, uh, you know, um, my readings and my um, the, the the movies I watch. Um, the, um, the, the world that I create are always connected to uh, what inspire me. Uh, mm. and, and sometimes it's small things, and, and, but the, the, all my references, I have a lot of references and I don't have like a, uh, like I'm really curious. I can like everything that is new that I don't know, I want to know about. So it's, it's, I think it's like a, a real connection between all the creatives uh they they just like know uh they want to know everything you know yeah, and, yeah. Um, I think, what, what, what would what would your star sign be do you know your star sign yes <laughs> my star sign yeah uh taurus 
Taurus, right, okay. I'm interested because every time someone says they're curious, I always wonder what, uh, what star sign you are because I'm also very, I'm a Gemini, but I'm also very curious and I always know what, that I think people who- I have a bit of Gemini in me as well, I think. Pardon? I have a bit of Gemini in me, I think, as well. Yeah, I think, I think so too, because I think you're the type of person to always just kind of keep learning and keep asking questions. I think you're the type of person that if we went on holiday somewhere, and we sat down at a cafe and there was an interesting person behind the bar making a cup of coffee, a barista, and they had a quirky or interesting, I think you'll be the type of person to go up and find out and just have a, have a normal kind of conversation and learn about them and, and learn about what's that quirkism. I think you're that type of person. Yeah, totally. I, I always do that. Like, uh, I think people are my biggest inspiration if I am really honest because you know you're a person you're trying to learn everything but actually the experience of others is always it's also like very um uh and enriching uh, in a way and so yeah I'm I'm a good tourist but I'm I think I have this uh, this part of me it's funny that you're talking about like uh, stars because uh, I there's I don't know if you know about it like um Rob Bresney he's no. like writing for uh, Courrier International, you know this paper? Yes, yeah. Um, and so he's writing like the, um, like the um, horoscope and, um, and it's, I love, I love him because he's writing things. You just like read 10 lines of your, if you're a Gemini and, and it's just like, okay, it's, a, it's kind of a small fiction just for me. And it's written in a way that I've never read before. And it's great. If you, if you have the chance, just check it that one. <laughs> yeah, you have to send me a link because I love reading things like that and finding out star signs and energies and all that sort of thing on a daily basis. I, I, I think there's so much we don't know about kind of energy, about the stars and the moon and stuff. And I was talking to my mother about it and she said, well, I've kind of got, I've got written into this book about the moon and stuff, about when the moon moves, energy waves start moving around. And I'm like, yeah, of course. I mean, Energies, every, everything, every, energies around us constantly, and we still don't know any, like near enough everything about energy and how it works and how it makes us feel. Yeah, my mom is really into that as well. She's really about like uh, all the energy and all, and I'm, I'm kind of the same. So I'm like um, always like looking for. I know it's a, it can sound like a little bit uh, stupid, but I just I really believe in it. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of coincidence going that way. So I'm always like aware of and open to this kind of uh, message. <laughs> yeah, but it's even, it's even if you think about the law of attraction, I think some people go, oh, the law of attraction, sometimes they don't really um, believe it or whatever. But I always, I always say the simplest thing is like, if, you've, if, you, if you're in a, a room of people and someone enters the room and they give you, a, you have a bit of a negative energy or you, you feel a bit off, that's energy. So if you, can yeah. if you can understand that, why can't you understand law of attraction? Same thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's exactly the same. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm. And I think it's really important because um, yeah, I, I was like um, uh, taking a coffee with a, with a friend uh, earlier and, uh, and we were like discussing, you know, the, the, type of, the type of people we like around us. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the, and also in work, you know, in the in in, in our work, it's uh, it's very important because you you come to work with the with with creative mind, with people, talented people, and I think more and more it's uh, it's important to 
um, meet people that are positive and um, and like uh, nice people, you know, it's very important. And it's, in this industry, it can be like uh, sometimes a struggle uh, because there's a lot of, uh, of uh, can have like a lot of tension and, and uh, egos as well, all that sort of thing. as well. And yeah. uh, and to me, it's it's the most important like being sur like being surrounded by people. I really, if I respect the work, then we should respect the person also. And, okay. and I totally agree. I think because life is really too short now. I th well, not now, but like in general, it's really it's really short. So I think you need to be surrounded by really good energy and know as well when the energy is really good, and then remember those people to then bring them back into your space when you feel the energy is really good. Yeah, and it's how you create memories. You know, souvenirs like yeah. great uh, great memories of a moment or a project or uh, an achievement. Mm -hmm. I think it's, uh, it's, they are the best that uh, the positive uh, energies are, are the one that stays. Yeah. And it's and it, it, anyone who works like yourself works in within the luxury and advertising world. It's really, it's really important to always be curious about people because at the end of the day, your consumer is people. And I yeah. think, I think it was Steve Jobs who said, who, uh, Apple founder, who said, mm -hmm. we don't think of the technology first. We think of the people, how they're going to use it. And it's so true. It's like, you can create the most amazing kind of creative campaign or a beautiful dress if you're working in fashion. But if, not, if, it, if you're not thinking about how the person's going to wear it, no one's going to buy it. So you have to think about the consumer first. So when you're creating the, your brand imagery, your copywriting, all the kind of words and colors, you have to think about how the person's going to receive that. And I think a lot of people, potentially in the advertising luxury world, maybe don't put people first and they think of the creative idea first and actually it's about how the person's gonna gonna perceive that yeah that's so true uh, and, and this is the way i work and that's why I, it's so it's never about me like i have like this uh, like i said i have this approach of like the brand and then you have like the consumer part mm. and the people that you have in front of you that changes all the time because your consumer they evolve um they get older, uh, there's new ones with uh, uh, new like desires and mm -hmm. um, a new way of thinking and it's moving super fast. And um, that's, that's one of like, that's one side of my job that I enjoy the most. It's just like getting to understand what's happening in the world mm. at the moment. Because advertising uh, is about the zeitgeist. Mm. It's about like the, um, the, the way you're going to capture the, the moment and, uh, and it's going to be fast and it's, it's super quick and mm. you get to be agile. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and just touching upon kind of what you said about kind of being aware of what's happening within the world that mm. can be culturally or socially. Do you find that you, because of, we're thinking what we're now talking about is the consumer and how they're affected by what they're seeing on the media and news. Do you find that maybe slightly you can, or you you're trying to inject such uh, slight social or cultural things into the brands that you're working with? Like for instance, I, I always love working for Nike or Nike. I love working for them because they really understand their audience and they also really understand their space and, and what message and what they stand for. And they always inject that culturally into their work. Do you feel like you do the same thing or you think about these things, what's happening within your space 
and the brand space? Yeah, I think in terms of, uh, it depends on uh, the industry and I wish we could do a bit more in the, in the beauty world, but we're trying, we're pushing for that. Mm. Um, um, I think it's um, to be culturally relevant, it can be like, it can take different forms. It can, it can be like um, something that relates to pop culture, you know, mm. uh, it can be uh, a topic, a society topic. It can be, uh, but it's really tricky because beauty is all about, uh, it's all about like, um, you don't want, you don't want to push too far the discussion, but you want to be relevant as well. Yeah. And, um, and, but the main, the purpose is to uh, keep dreaming, you know, keep inspiring people because mm -hmm. that beauty is there. Mm -hmm. um, so it's always a fine line to find like something a little bit of substance, something that is um, something that you have to say. And I like to shape that kind of very short and simple message. Um, but at the end of the day, it's only 30 seconds. And, and you, you know, it is, uh, you, can, you can change the world in 30 seconds, I think. I definitely think so. I think uh, you've seen, I think I've seen many, many, many of brilliant advertisements, maybe not in the uh, luxury fashion world but in just in general the, the advertisements and I think even just like a billboard I think it was um maybe maybe this was not the correct uh context but I remember seeing uber um advertisement uh a couple of weeks ago and it had like a massive billboard and it said um if you stand for anti-racism um don't um delete your uber app and I think it was, I think it was referencing, there's something about, there was um, a, a protest or a walk going on, I think in some, some country. And so they did this whole thing about don't, don't get Ubers everywhere, join the, join the walk, join the march. And I thought that was absolutely beautiful, a beautiful kind of advertisement to actually delete us and get involved. I think it's, and I think you can change the world in brilliant, brilliant copywriting and messaging and visual kind of aids. Yeah, and I and if if I'm really honest, like I think I've decided to to do to work in advertising when I was around like 17, kind of, and yeah. I was watching TV at this moment. Like I'm really from the MTV generation, um, so and I I just like watched this commercial uh, that my former uh, uh, boss did, mm. Fred and Jared. Um, and so it was for a PlayStation, uh, and it was just like a, you had this very striking first image where like um, a, a woman is giving birth, and it was so real, like it was really striking. Like I was like, well, what's happening in the TV? You know, it's mm -hmm. uh, is it advertising, is it real life? I don't know. And uh, and it's so intense, and so she's like giving birth, and she's pushing so hard that the baby is literally like flying so if it, it, it flies like in the in the sky it becomes like a as he fights a little bit of a benjamin button uh, benjamin button uh, tails you know and it's yeah, yeah. like going from a baby to an old man within the sky at the at the fast speed and uh and he finished like uh, and he finishes in a in a uh in the cemetery and it's just like Play, you just have like this play more at the end and it's PlayStation and it's just like okay it says life is short play more and you have everything is 30 seconds and it's the 
biggest concept uh, of like existential concept. Mm. I mean, it's very. I mean, it it, it it touches upon two things. It basically means play more of the PlayStation, but also play more in life because yeah. it was really short. Yeah. And yeah. to me, it was just like I was amazed that thirty seconds was enough to say everything and 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 it gave me like the the um, an experience like as a as a as a as a customer like as a i was in front of my tv and it was pure entertainment because the craft and the message and everything was there so i was just like okay so we can do that we can do so if, if it happens to me like maybe someday some sometime i will be able to to craft something that will change someone's mind and it's i think it's really powerful and i th i think i think it's beautiful i think the way that if you think about that going actually i want to keep i think someone said to me the other day is like what word do you want to do you want to give to the world if you had to give a word and i said i want to give impact and i think if you go into every project going i want to really make an impact in terms of how we create that we try to change people's minds whether it is from a personal point of view if people are going through troubles mentally or whatever or is a social or cultural thing and make an impact that way. I think you're doing your job properly. And I think that there needs to be more creatives like you who are trying to do that. Yeah, I, I think I have the same word with, for me, it's the same. It's just like how you, you create like a, a mark, uh, an impact, a change, uh, a reflection, like a, even, even if it's just like a, around the table with one, two people, it can be with uh, thousands of people uh, with the with the power of media, with the power of uh, of a voice that mm -hmm. is listened. So it's, I think I've always looked for um, this kind of um, of scale. You know how I'm I'm part of the shadow of the industry. You know, mm. creative they are behind the curtains. They work yeah. they, they work like a, uh, on their desk, working to shape the message and the uh, that, that they have to deliver and um, and I think brands they have a real responsibility and we have a real responsibility uh, in it. Because you don't realize that because you are essentially uh, leading the creative process in terms of um, with, 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 with a team and with the branding you don't realize how important also your role is because whatever you think sexuality is strength, um, embrace, all these amazing words. When you think about these words and you're implementing that word into an image for millions of people to see, people are seeing what you see. People are seeing the, the idea of what strength is. And someone said this to me going, you have a massive responsibility because you need to be as correct to going, what is sexuality? What is um, power? What is strength? What is vulnerability? Because essentially your opinion matters the most because you're putting your opinion, your professional opinion into the project, which then becomes something which then millions of people are going to be affected by. Yeah, that's exactly that. I mean, uh, and, and we have like a big role today in, in terms of how you, um, how you make the society um, uh, go in the right direction kind of it's not it's not about right or wrong it's all about like uh, helping everyone to have like a, a better 
uh, an open mind, more to be more inclusive, to be like we have a really strong responsibility. And I say we because I work for brands and I and it's I'm included in it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm behind, even though I'm not alone, I'm not taking all the decision at the end, but it's just like uh, every day, you know, when I get into a meeting, when I take a, a creative um, decision, when I bring an idea, it to me, it's really important that um, this little thing, and even if it's very small, it needs to be really, um, it needs to have like a, some sort of meaning. And, uh, and because I know that it can create something bigger behind because it's mm-hmm. gonna be like huge when you launch a campaign, when you launch a, a product, you have like a, uh, so many people that are literally on your road that mm-hmm. are like impacted by the message. Mm-hmm. And if it's not the right message or if, not, if it's not the right image, if, you, if, if you're sending like a, uh, an idea of toxic masculinity or, um, um kind of um like uh, i don't know it's, it's it's really really important and it's a it's a it's a real challenge for all the creative today yeah because um, sometimes because sometimes you see it done really really well and then sometimes you see it done not so well and you go i wonder who signed up for the creative i i, I can only uh, there was a there was i'm not going to name brands or situations but I remember a couple of weeks ago there was a situation and it was on a beach this campaign was on a beach and this brand did this thing and, and it was a very massive controversial thing and we were all a bit like I don't understand why someone signs it off and doesn't understand how the people are gonna look at it rather than I'm just gonna create a really interesting um, uh, artistic um, piece of work rather than thinking how are people going to perceive this? You know, I, I think that um, I was like um, mentioning it uh, when I was saying we are crafting very uh, short message, very simplified message. And I think compromise is sometimes the, it's the, the, the bigger danger in mm. our world. Because when you start to compromise on something that is so simplified, you start to, um, it's, it's, it's getting poor. And, uh, and if it's getting poor, you re- you're removing all the, the important things. So mm-hmm. I'm really uh, pushing for uh, creativity without like, you can discuss, you can have a discussion, you can find solution, you can just balance things. But I think it should stay into the, creative hands sometimes and because it's always like a balance to find with marketing mm-hmm. and um and um and i i have lots of people that i love and i that i think are brilliant mind working uh, uh in in marketing and are shaping the 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 new ways of uh, thinking of tomorrow but I think like it's always like it can be a struggle sometimes on different projects to find like the right balance between the two, and uh, and sometimes marketing tends to compromise, mm-hmm. uh, whereas creative uh, try to push into a direction that is uh, more essential kind of. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And and oh, yeah. And 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 what would you uh, as I always do round up these conversations and say. If you had to give back to someone or you said someone, someone said to you, what would be your kind of um, 
philosophy or quote or phrase that you would kind of give yourself when times of success or times of doubt? What would you kind of say to someone that, that kind of resembles you? Yeah, that, I told you it was really hard for me to, to get the answer because I feel, I feel like I had a lot of, um, of, of little sentences, that little mantras that, that stick to me. Mm -hmm. um, I guess in, 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 in times of trouble, I think, um, I like the surface of things, you know, it's small details. Mm -hmm. like mini uh, details of life and um and and even on, on people and i like to think that uh these little things they they give you a broader sense of uh meaning and um and to me i think i don't know it's i don't have like the you know i don't have the 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 sentence that is catchy enough to 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 summarize what you feel or right feel. yeah yeah I, I it's uh, for me for me it's always about it's always about how you i think the points that you start, uh, picked up on about is about being curious um enjoying the moment listening to people be receptive and just be nice yeah yeah Thanks. Basically, yeah, yeah. If I have to to sum up everything, yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind of that. But it's just like I wish I could share with you um, a kind of a, a mantra. But I feel like uh, it's it's very recent because uh, I'm reading a lot at the moment, and um, so um, I think I have tons of things in my mind, mm -hmm. and um, and I don't have like quite the distance to. It happens so many things recently in the world. And, uh, and I just like um, had this very weird uh, movement, like I was really into information and media and watching everything about everything happening in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was like so intense and so important uh, mm -hmm. that at some point I had a, it's a, like a week ago, I had a sort of shift mm -hmm. and I was like focusing on, as I said, the surface of things and um, how small details shape uh, the the way you can see, uh, be, like you can find solution to bigger problems. Mm -hmm. And um, and to me, it's uh, it's that it's 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 not about like making something um, look good only. It's always it's also making something look right. In the amen, amen. You got to make it look right. I yeah love yeah it's so true because some people a lot of people get it wrong and they make it look great but they don't make it look right yeah sometimes we get yeah <laughs> well so i think yeah i love that well i love that i love to end up end it on that make things look right not just look great i love that well i want to say thank you again so much for your time i know you've been absolutely uh swamped with uh busy projects i'm sure and all that sort of thing so thank you again for your time and i know people are going to absolutely love this interview Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for having me in your great show. It was a pleasure. This is 360 Yourself and I'm Jamie Neal. Thank you very much for taking a moment to listen to our wonderful guests. Please subscribe to our podcast to access all our brilliant guest episodes. They are released every Sunday at 12pm.
We are available on all listening platforms, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts and Castro. You can also find us on Instagram at 360 underscore yourself, Twitter at yourself360 and our host at Jamie Neil JN. Thank you for listening.